नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजेवनोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास जय मुदीरिए नष्टप्रायु अभद्रेशु निगवत सगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टी रीडिंग फ्रम श्रीमद्भागवतम फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट नंबर ट्वेंटी टू नैतेन देहन हरे कृतागसो नैतेन देहन हरे कृतागसो देहोद्भवेनालम अलम कुंजमन देहोभवेनालम अलम कुजन्मन ब्रीडा मूतकुजन प्रसंगत ब्रीडाभूतकुजन प्रसंगत तजन्म दिग्यो महतामवद्यक्रेत तजन्म दिग्यो महतामवद्यकेत हरे टू लॉर्ड शिवा कृत आगस हेविंग कमिटेड अफेन्सेस देह उद्भवेना प्रोड्यूस फ्रॉम युअर बॉडी अलम अलम इनफ इनफ कुजन्मना कंटेंटेबल बर्थ ब्रीडा शेम ममा मै अभूत बॉस कुजन प्रसंगता from a relationship with a bad person tajjanma that birth dik shameful ya who mahatam of the great personalities avadyakrit an offender ट्रांसलेशन प्रोपात की जाए यू आर एन ऑफेंडर एट द लोटस फीट ऑफ लॉर्ड शिवा एंड अनफॉर्चुनेटली आई अवर बॉडी प्रोड्यूस फ्रॉम योर्स आई एम वेरी मच अशेम्ड ऑफ अवर बॉडीली रिलेशनशिप एंड आई कंडेम माई सेल्फ बिकॉज माई बॉडी इज कंटेमिनेटेड बाई रिलेशनशिप विद अ पर्सन हु इज एन ऑफेंडर एट द लोटस फीट ऑफ द ग्रेट पर्सनैलिटीट Lord Shiva is the greatest of all devotees of Lord Vishnu. It is stated by Shnavanam Yatha Shambhu. Shambhu, Lord Shiva is the greatest of all devotees of Vishnu, Lord Vishnu. The previous verses, Sati has described that Lord Shiva is always in a transcendental position because he is situated in pure Vasudeva. Vasudeva is the state from which Krishna Vasudeva is born so Lord Shiva is the greatest devotee of Lord Krishna and Sati's behavior is exemplary because no one should tolerate blasphemy against Lord Vishnu or his devotee Sati is aggrieved 
not for her personal association with Lord Shiva, but because her body is related with that of Daksha, who is an offender at Lord Shiva's lotus feet. She feels herself to be condemned because of the body given by her father Daksha. Thus since the Bhaktivedanta purport. So after Sati spoke about how Lord Shiva is not poor as or is not a no man as Daksha thought but Lord Shiva possesses all opulences just for his asking. He has no material desires. He has no desires for material opulence. Therefore, he does not have So Sati's statement was that just because he does not have these things, it does not mean that he is not rich. Number one. Then another fact is that when Sati says that Lord Shiva is opulent or he has opulences, She knows the greatest opulence is renunciation and love for Krishna. As she said, she, Lord Shiva was always meditating on Lord Vasudeva. Only one who is situated in the consciousness of Vasudeva in that state of consciousness, Vasudeva is a state of consciousness. Only in the state of that Vasudeva consciousness or pure Sattva, Shuddha Sattva, Vasudeva consciousness, it is only in Vasudeva consciousness one can invoke Krishna and be Krishna conscious. This Vasudeva state of consciousness in the heart it has to manifest. Then only Krishna will manifest in our heart. So all these things uh, Sati was telling the assembly of the Brahmanas and Daksha they had to, you have lost you have lost it simply by offending Lord Shiva and also to all the Brahmanas who were silent spectators of these offences. That Lord Shiva was not an ordinary person, Vaishnavana Mithashambhu. A pure devotee has all the opulences that he wants. A pure devotee has all the mystic powers that is required. But his focus is not that. His focus is to give pure bhakti. That is a real opulence that he has got. It is not impossible just for the asking. Now Gaudiya Parampara also many often devotees have exhibited extraordinary mystic powers just like that it does not require it is not a considered to be a great asset for a pure devotee for a pure devotee the asset is love of god and he wants to give love of god to everybody just like when Prabhupada came back to india when he was having huge program in Chaupati Beach in Bombay, lot of foreigners, Prabhupada called white elephants, dancing white elephants. 
he brought with them and had huge stage program sankirtan kirtan everything then prabhupad giving lecture to all those disciples sitting on the stage chopati beach huge pandal program thousands of people today it may be common sight to see a, a foreigner uh with tilak with shikha all those things imagine it was never ever seen in this country like that like that the first time when he saw americans all these guys pure white guys and dark guys from africa and all the, all of them on the dancing on the stage chanting and dancing not ordinary sight huh now we got used to it it may be a ordinary sight you see in the net in a western devotees chanting when it was never there suddenly it's like a shock so at the end of the lecture questions were being asked so one person asked question that prabhupad can you walk on water can you do can you show some miracles can you walk on water because in those days some small small yogis in india used to walk on water so <laughs> they asked prabhupad can he walk on water so prabhupad said for what purpose you to walk on water if i pay five paisa for a boat i, I can go in a boat no it's a miracle prabhupad pointed out to all his white disciples and said this is real miracle see this uh, prabhupada had the opulence pure devotee has the opulence of bhakti in their hand in their heart so they can plant that bhakti they can give distribute that wealth that wealth they can distribute and that is their only goal not to show all this mystic opulences so lord shiva also he is being a pure devotee of the lord his real opulence of love of lord and no doubt his he was not a preacher like that lord shiva had a universal duty of destruction very high responsible position so that was his service to the lord not as a preacher if he was a preacher then role would have been different if you are a preacher then why you are dirty all these questions you can ask just like we asked some brahmachari why you are not wearing proper clothes good clothes is all crumpled like this you are supposed to preach you go out you have to present yourself properly so we get preacher role but shiva is not a preacher role uh, shiva's work was something his service devotion service was something else so therefore he was his personal environment was such that you know akin to all the tamasic uh, followers though it was akin to tamasic followers his consciousness was vasudeva consciousness that is not a ordinary thing if you don't take bath for two days your consciousness will go down let us say you are in good krishna consciousness satvik consciousness two three days you don't take bath not only your body is dirty your consciousness also becomes dirty but in lord shiva's case his consciousness is steady in vasudeva consciousness it doesn't become it doesn't fall down so imagine what is the spiritual capacity spiritual standing of lord shiva huh? for one who has been in such an environment is called you know he is that is why he is called vaishnavanam yatashambho the greatest of all the 
Vaishnavas. So here, Sati is saying that I am ashamed to have this kind of connection with you. The devotees do not want to have any connection with these offenders. She says, I don't want to have any connection with you, but unfortunately, you know, I am your daughter and you have given me this body. And I don't want any connection with this body because if I, because you have given me, if I carry this body, I will feel that I am connected to you. You are not worthy of being connected because you are an offender of a devotee like Lord Shiva. I don't want to be associated with you. Therefore, she says that I want to give up this body. I am very much ashamed of our bodily relationship and I condemn myself because my body is contaminated by a relationship with a person who is an offender at the lotus feet of the great personality. It's very important that we should not take association from those who are offenders of the pure devotees of the Lord. It is not that somehow we, you know, we keep associating with people who are offenders. In the material world also. If we, if, if that is the kind of uh, relationship that the devotee has respect for a Vaishnava. Therefore, if a Vaishnava is, is disrespected, dishonored, then other Vaishnavas, they feel. But if somebody disrespects, dishonors oneself, then that Vaishnava never feels. He never feels. He never takes offenses. Reason why he does not take offenses? Because he considers himself most fallen. I, mean, I am not worthy of any respect. If you think I am worthy of any respect, then you will also feel, oh, he has disrespected me. Anyway, whatever respect he was giving so far, I was not worthy of it and he is not giving me respect, okay. Anyway, it was not it was my respect. His respect for me was respect for the Supreme Lord. I am not respectable. Myself, individually, I am not respectable. This is a consciousness of a devotee. If somebody is giving respect, it is, it is respect to the mercy of my Guru, which is operating on me, on me, through me. Therefore, that respect is to my Guru and not to me. In this way, Vaishnava never eats respect. Respect is also a sense gratification. Respect is a pleasure. And Vaishnavas only business is as far as their, de their dealings with pleasure is concerned, whether sense pleasure or ego pleasure or mind pleasure, emotional pleasure, love, whatever it may be. Their connection with pleasure is how to give pleasure to Guru and Krishna, not to oneself. He is free from sense gratification. This is the aim of a Vaishnava. To be completely free from sense gratification. But always trying to seek satisfaction of Krishna's senses, Krishna's mind, Krishna's ego. How to satisfy him? This is the goal of a true Vaishnava. This is the aspiration of a true Vaishnava. And because of this reason, he is situated in proper consciousness that I do not deserve anything. Because the fact is that it is not artificial. The fact is Jivera Swarupohe Nitya Krishna Dasa. Each living entity is simply servant of Krishna. Each living entity is eternally possessionless. That one has to remember. My constitutional position is that I am possessionless. 
my only possession which i am authorized to have is krishna a devotee says krishna belongs to me and he can say that krishna belongs to me only when he says that nothing else belongs to me because we all want something so we want krishna and we don't want anything else in that situation we can that is the situation of lord shiva nothing else he wants and therefore he gets vasudeva the lord place in his heart of a pure devotee so these are not artificial thing these are all facts humility is coming out of truth humility is not simply you know you feel that okay i have something but you say no no i don't have anything i have nothing is not simply a feeling but is a truth also realization that is the vaishnava is meek and humble why is he meek and humble humility is a bhava bhava means not feeling bhava means thought feeling there is a thought behind every feeling and what is that thought the thought corresponding to humility is that i am constitutionally possessionless i am constitutionally powerless because pride comes from possession from power all these things and he knows these things are not mine i do not have it all belongs to krishna it is mercy of krishna that i am engaging them in service of the lord just like the cashier counts cash he does not think cash is mine it belongs to the bank similarly devotee consciousness means he may have power he may have position he may have name he may have fame he may have money whatever he has he may have influence we may have oratorial skills he may have convincing influencing skills super skills he might be having he knows like this it will go that means the owner is somebody else i own nothing i don't own even this body and krishna is the owner of everything he is a owner knower and enjoyer of everything that is the consciousness of a devotee he is a soul enjoyer krishna is a soul enjoyer so sati was feeling very ashamed to be to to carry a body that is given by his father which means she clearly knew that this temporary nature this life i have taken this body from my father and she wanted to give it up that means she knew she was not the body she knew she was not the body she knew by giving up this body she will get another body this is the status of sati's consciousness they're not stuck and thinking i am this body no this body is only a window for our spiritual senses or window for our actual sensual functions karma indriya and jnana indriya the eyes do not see 
is a soul that sees soul only can have experience of sight smell touch etc give up this body take another body then you will see same person is seeing just like yours get down from one car sit in another car when you sit in this car you will see through the windscreen of this car the road when you sit in the other car you will see the windscreen but through the windscreen the road but seer is same so this is the example of seeing in the same way seeing touching smelling tasting walking talking evacuating etc etc pancha gyana indriya and karma indriya are fundamental characteristic of the soul this is the difference between vaishnavas and impersonalist and mayavadis impersonalist think that soul has none of these qualities brahman has none of these qualities but we say brahman is a living person brahman means person and it is a person that is personality that is missing in this mic personality that is missing in this table so spirit is person so when we have realization that i am not this body it doesn't mean that you are you become a non person i am some quality less senseless sightless smellless tasteless means tasteless nahi incapable of tasting incapable of seeing i am something like that no so identification of the self if you give up with this body then one still knows that he has a personality he has sense of seeing touching smelling tasting everything you need a gross body facilitates the gross world grossness is also one aspect of existence just like in the spiritual world also there is grossness subtle senses and there are gross we get a spiritual body but the spiritual body is of the same quality as the spirit the material world the spirit is of own quality and body is of another quality gol body is of material energy there is no duality body here duality is dead soul is live in the spiritual world everything is spirit so there is no duality so evolved spiritually evolved people they know this body is the last covering of the self last covering of the self the self consists of ego self consists of intelligence self consists of emotions emotional body intellectual body the spirit has all the characteristics of a person therefore this is personalistic philosophy but all those characteristics of a person they are all misdirected towards self pleasure this is a key thing the key definition difference between lust and love when i is the center we come into this material world and krishna is the center of pleasure our consciousness becomes vasudeva consciousness 
renunciation really means renunciation of one's enjoyment seeking ego different kinds of enjoyment seeking how i can get that how i can get that how i can get that ego pleasure how i can get that power pleasure how i can get that name pleasure how i can get that sense pleasure how i can get sex pleasure how i can get eating pleasure tongue pleasure sense pleasure to mind pleasure how i can get how everybody should love me a devotee doesn't think everybody should love me i want to give love to krishna what is giving love yeah we are capable of giving love that means we want to please krishna we please krishna's mind krishna's senses that is that is why sense gratification is counter to krishna consciousness is counter to krishna consciousness devotees are not interested in any kind of krishna less pleasure there's a transcendental pleasure which ocean of pleasure atindriya sukham atindriya sukham is a sukham of giving sukham to krishna atindriya sukham that is our constitutional uh, right that's a constitutional uh, potential to experience atindriya sukham but in the material world we are all like cross eating garbage all pleasures are garbage pleasure in the material world one fellow is better than the other fellow i got better garbage you than you i am richer than you okay you got better garbage all are garbage this is understanding you get from shrimad bhagavatam every pleasure so called material happiness these are all garbage garbage happiness the happiness the material happiness and material pleasure is a punishment for jivas it's a punishment pleasure just like you send punishment transfer you say people government official you send them somewhere remote he'll be still government employee punishment transfer this so in the same way we are all part and parcel of krishna even now in the material world but we are all given this punishment pleasure this is the view of a vaishnava not that oh great pleasure is great pleasure is great no is all gone his his perception is paradigm is changed it is no longer desirable material pleasure is no longer desirable and when we say that and we are convinced atindriya sukham starts rising up in our heart you cannot have both cannot have both lord shiva must be enjoying transcendental krishna consciousness he is enjoying transcendental krishna consciousness we saw earlier always meditating on lord vasudeva so he is just executing his duty in this material world he has no interest in getting anything from the material world any question rikshna bro uh, this is a doubt regarding the <coughs> quality of the soul and the consciousness of the soul quality in the sense it is mentioned in the script, scriptures that a soul uh, asangohi i am purusha means a soul is not entangled and also its effulgence is equal to thousands of uh, suns effulgence and uh, the consciousness of the soul, soul should be like how pure devotees are exhibiting like uh, i am i am lower than the blade of uh, grass or i am worser than the worm in the stool so how both uh, uh, both are vedic statements but how to understand because this seems to be i am proud like uh, i am i am so great 
it, uh, the statement that uh, soul is uh, uh, means uh, uh, far greater than the effulgence of thousands of suns mm -hmm. and here it uh, uh, it pure devotees say that uh, they are uh, lower than the blade of grass so how to understand how both uh, exist uh, simultaneously see it is not about what if you realize what you are let's say as you say the person realizes that he is a soul and his uh, um, is pure unentangled he doesn't feel entangled with anything that means he has attained the liberation he feeling free freed from the three modes of material nature his standard his standard because he you realize that you are a person eternally a person it's all connected to personalism a pure devotee realizes that he is a eternal person and when he is a eternal person irrespective of what state he has achieved he will always feel that how could i be so low that i left the lord and i come and became like this how did i behave like this how did i forget the lord i am so fallen how did i forget the lord by his blessings he has picked me up i am liberate i am feeling liberation from three modes of material nature but he is not thinking okay past is past no it's also reality this very soul was engaging in sinful activities this very soul was running after crow like pleasures so he takes responsibility for that in his relationship because relationship with krishna is eternal therefore he feels repentance he feels what is there to take credit or what is there to feel about how did i how did i if 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 i am like a son of krishna is like billions of sons i am anyway amsha only so whatever amshas these are all relative because here son you only one son you see you say soul is like thousand sons bright like thousand suns but the soul himself will see that he is nothing he is like a spark here is a billion sun krishna so it's a relative so in the material world when we describe the greatness of the soul we say all those things but you compare it with krishna he is only a spark so the sun and the spark in comparison right so he is he is seeing like that it's the is the how the devotee's consciousness why the devotee's feel i am the most fallen because they take responsibility for all their material existence if i didn't use my free will how did i use my free will how could i be like this that doesn't go out of the devotee's mind when he is in this body unless he completely forgets it and goes to the spiritual world any other question okay. uh, prabhu regarding this uh, so uh, to understand the position of the soul from the current sleeping condition those statements are told actual position of soul and when uh, he is compared with krishna he is very tiny so he feels very humble yes is... yes okay apart from that i told you about he is ashamed of his past actions no pride comes no pride comes how can you be proud of anything today if i am something if i have realized if i am liberated it is costless mercy of my guru and krishna not to my credit to my credit is to have misused a free will and gone against krishna consciousness and ran after this crow like pleasures in the material world that is how the devotee is thinking any other question hari krishna prabhu So, uh, lord shiva can able to maintain uh, vasudeva consciousness even though like uh, example is even though he is not taking birth 
you can able to maintain the vastavya consciousness so the like a condition surely if we won't take bath what is that coming down prabhu the ability of keeping krishna's center is coming down what is that unable to maintain what is that that vasudeva he is coming out of vasudeva consciousness that means the what condition shall unable to maintain mean mean uh, is it mean that he unable to give krishna's pleasure yeah this is renunciation lord shiva's renunciation from material pleasures that means he is renounced from maya pleasure that is a qualification not renunciation from things material things renunciation from the pleasure that such things offer if you simply renounce money if you renounce things if you renounce matter that is not renunciation that is falgu vairagya false renunciation renunciation really means renouncing selfish pleasure aham goes and krishna comes into picture for everything for every moment he exists for krishna he does not think i exist for myself i exist for krishna i breathe for krishna i live for krishna because i am meant to be that all this were false i was so far i was living for false egos now i am really living for myself i am servant of krishna means i should exist for krishna so lord shiva's vasudeva consciousness is a result of freedom from this kind of material consciousness material consciousness so it is not a great thing that shiva is in uh, smashana he has no dress he has no all no path all these things these are all external things if he has to do a service for the lord and lord's pleasure is in his mind then these external things which are positive or negative here you can say there is all negative things he has accepted tamasic things yet he is unaffected in his consciousness similarly preachers of krishna consciousness money is rajasic in the material world correct they go after it they get it only then you can preach because you need resources to preach if you want to be krishna conscious on your own there is no need of all these things but if you have to preach then we need resources manpower building money all these things are required a pure devotee is not affected by that people say people may say prabhupad no some baba ji is sitting and chanting without any connection with the material world they are really high a person like prabhupad who went to america and you know built an organization and established krishna consciousness movement is something less because he could not sit he was not capable of sitting in radha kunda and becoming a baba ji baba ji is higher than uh, you know preacher like this all these are like criticizing lord shiva they are untouched by the pleasures that the money can give they are untouched by the pleasure that the followers can give na dhanam na janam na sundarim that is a state of a pure devotee so we have to be very very cautious when we deal with money when we deal with followers if you take gratification if you if they if if you take gratification out of them then you get affected your bhakti gets affected so that is the reason why we have to be very very conscious and cautious 
that we chant our rounds nicely we attend our morning program nicely on a day to day basis we charge our consciousness with vasudeva consciousness we charge it is not difficult why because we are touching krishna hearing bhagavatam we are touching krishna chanting hare krishna we are touching krishna seeing the deities we are touching krishna doing kirtan we are touching krishna taking prasadam we are touching krishna so that's the morning program is so important the evening also is important morning program is so important that it charges you and you come into that consciousness lord shiva is permanently in that consciousness he is not a sadaka he is a siddha siddha means he can generate that vasudeva consciousness but we are sadaka sadakas means every day we have to take and then we were in this and then does not matter money na dhanam na janam na sundari you can handle money you can handle uh, followers you can handle even sundari because we are all going out and preaching somebody will say why we are we should be away from bhagavatam talks about uh, no stri sanga of any sort but you are all sending out as preachers we are going out left right center everywhere you see so called sundaris flesh bags enacting as sundaris we see everywhere how how is it cuz of associating with krishna you question of time you will not see sundaris because there are no sundaris in this world is a cheating the only sundari you will see is radharani on the altar the most beautiful person she has a transcendental form not a form carved out of prakriti nature's flesh a transcendental form we get attracted to the smiling face of shrimati radharani then you cannot get attracted to any bogus female there no female at all how many times propa is talking about in that lecture everybody is purusha only false purushas in this material world the soul is all prakriti but in the material world some atma in the female body or a male body they are both false purushas why definition of purusha is enjoyment for me real definition of prakriti is to give enjoyment to purusha purushottama krishna everybody else is enjoyed i am enjoyer so this enjoyer ego lord shiva does not have completely gone enjoyer ego is called false ego because soul is not enjoyer it is enjoyed any other question yes rikshna this is regarding the first question the uh, they both uh, you told that there are two things the pure devotees see one is the comparison with krishna and another one is their past and they feel low about themselves but for the nitya siddhas those who sent from they, nev- they never had a history of nitya siddhas they never had a history of having maya pleasure so how they feel low about themselves because because um, like bhaktivinoda tagore gaurakishore das babaji maharaj many acharyas they felt low and uh, sang about themselves low so what how do they feel about feel low about themselves the more you know the glories of krishna you more you know about the glories of the supreme lord more you know about the love of the supreme lord more one f- feels low but um, pro here uh, they never had they are singing like uh, their songs are like amara okay. jeevan okay. papa that side 
leave that negative, that part of their past, as you are saying. So assume as Nitya Siddha had no past, he had never done sinful activities. That's what your question is. Yeah. He has never done any sinful activities. Why should he feel low? He will low, he'll feel low because he sees his position with respect to Krishna. Number one. Number two, he has he has eliminated his consciousness of comparing himself with anybody else. Because he has this realization of each individual is under the control of the Lord and each person is unique. Each soul is unique. When you know each soul is unique, then you never compare with others. So most fallen or less fallen, all these, no comparison at all. He knows his realization with the Lord. When such person's consciousness, you will not be able to experience here. In the material world. That is why they have to come to next level to preach in this world. If you are in that, if you go into that consciousness, Uttamadhikari consciousness, right? Uttamadhikari consciousness, then you are you have to be in the spiritual world with the spiritual body. There is no question of their feeling I am lowest and all those things. I am what I am. Because it's all completely wiped out. Your material thing, if at all, even, even, that's why he said, that's why it is said that even a Nitya Bhadda, after he goes to the spiritual world, is as good as Nitya Siddha. As, as good as Nitya Siddha. So that is a different consciousness. In the spiritual world, everybody is not thinking that he is thinking that I am less of a servant than somebody else. I have less of a devotion than somebody else. Everybody else has more devotion than me. That way he thinks. So he is always aspiring to learn from everybody. Because spiritual world is full of varieties. You cannot handle the unlimited varieties of seva that the Lord is receiving, unlimited types of seva Lord is receiving. And you are a tiny jiva. As a tiny jiva, you have your own uniqueness. Then you are surrounding, you are seeing all those uniqueness you don't have. Somebody may have one very special quality, like this in different ways, varieties. So... The, you are bewildered by the varieties of enjoyment that Krishna has and how much I am able to give him something little. You are lost in that infinity of qualities of Krishna. Infinity of his loving relationship with infinite living entities. Grandarachimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Jagat Guru Shila Prabhupada ki jai.